once again, and welcome to episode 111 of Bee Boomer Unleashed. I'm Jerry Lake, the Unleashed Baby Boomer, and I'll be your host for today's episode and all the episodes of Bee Boomer Unleashed. Today's episode, Just Good News, journal entry number nine, Connecting the Dots. And we're going to try to connect some dots for you in this episode. But before we do, let me remind you, as I always do, where you can find our podcast. You can always find us at beboomerunleashed.podbean.com. You can find us on iTunes and Google Play at Be Boomer Unleashed, on iHeartRadio at be.boomerunleashed. You can find our link on Facebook, Spotify, and Instagram at Be Boomer Unleashed, and on Twitter at Be Boomer Unleashed 1. And as always, we encourage you to drop us an email at beboomerunleashed at gmail.com. Once again, that's beboomerunleashed at gmail.com. Drop us a line with your comments, your criticisms, your suggestions for future episodes. And if you'd like to be a guest on the Be Boomer Unleashed podcast or know someone who should be a guest on the podcast, why don't you drop us a line and let us know and we'll do our best to get you or your friend on the show. Well, today's uh, episode, 111, Just Good News, journal entry number nine. Last week, we talked about some of the best news we've ever heard from the Bible, uh, a really good news story. That's when Lazarus was uh, raised from the dead, and Jesus did that. Lazarus had been dead for four days, and they even said, surely he stinks by now. But he raised Lazarus from the dead. And, and last week at the end of the episode, I told you, I said, well, I'll, I'll try to connect some dots for you here in episode 111. And what in the world does that have to do with the world we live in today? Well, and I'm, I'm not going down this path, but I think most of you would agree that we live in perilous times today. And there's plenty of scripture reference to let us know that we're living in perilous times. Just look around. You know, there's unrest, there's hatred, there's murder, there's envy, there's strife, there's all these things going on. And uh, people are worried. People are concerned. People are depressed. Uh, Suicide is up. Uh, Divorce is up. Child abuse is up. All these kinds of things are happening uh, because of the perilous times, I believe, that we live in today. So what's this business of Lazarus dying and um, Jesus raising him from the dead have anything to do with the situation that we're in today? Well, just as Lazarus was physically dead, many people today are spiritually dead. You say, what do you mean, Jerry, spiritually dead? Well, uh, they don't have Jesus living in their heart. They don't have. They have never received Jesus as their personal Savior. Now, a lot of people are going to hit the stop button right now, and they're not going to continue, and that's okay. But I, I encourage you to just stay tuned. We're not going to be here long today. We're not going to take a whole lot of time to talk about this, but I think it's something important that you need to listen to especially those of you who have never received Jesus as your personal Savior. And we're going to use the Bible as our reference today. And as always, the quotes uh, that I use from the Bible are from the King James Version, not that that's the only version out there. Uh, It's just the one I like. And a lot of you folks like the ESV. Some of you like the MEV. Some of you like the... NIV, some of you like the New American Standard version. So there's lots of versions out there. I just happen to be partial to the King James Version, and 
it's written on a level that most people can understand, so that's where we're going. Let's look at uh, several passages of Scripture here today, and if you have your Bible, you can follow along. Or if you'd like to just jot these references down and look at them later and say, you know, is this guy uh, telling me the truth or, or what's going on here? Well, John fourteen six, John uh, chapter 14 and verse 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Now, that truth is universal. No one gets to God. No one gets to heaven. No one gets to experience eternal life except through Jesus Christ. A lot of people will tell you there's a lot of ways to get to heaven, but there's not. There's one way, and that's through receiving Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. It doesn't matter whether you're Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, Pentecostal, Catholic. It doesn't matter. The only way that you're going to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ. And uh, I'm clear on that. The Bible is clear on that. A lot of people will say, well, you just got to be a member of a church. A lot of people say, well, you got to be baptized. A lot of people say, well, you got to do this, you got to do that. You got to give so much money. No, no, no. It's through Jesus Christ. A very familiar verse tells us in John chapter 3, verse 16 For God so loved the world, that's all of us, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So we can have everlasting life, a life that does not end. You know, I'm 70 years old, and I don't know how much time I've got left. I might die today. I might die tomorrow. I might die next year. I don't know. I almost died back on May the 3rd. But uh, and people die every day. Thousands of people die every day. We don't we don't have any lock on tomorrow. But I do know this one thing that because I've accepted Jesus as my personal Savior, this body is going to die. But Jerry, me, I'm going to live forever in a place called heaven with Jesus. Now, well, how do you know that? How can you be so sure of that? Well, in John chapter 3, go down a few more verses in verse 36. It says, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Oh, what does it all mean? Is I, I got to believe Jesus was a real guy? No, no, no. You got to believe on him. You got to put your faith and trust in him. You know, the devil believes in Jesus. He believes that Jesus is a real individual, but the devil's not saved. The devil's not going to heaven. The Bible is pretty clear on that. But those of us who believe on, on the Son have everlasting life. Not someday in the future. Not at some point out here on the timeline somewhere. Now. We have it now. That means that when I received Jesus as my personal Savior on June tenth, nineteen 1962, even though I haven't always been a good guy, even though I haven't always practiced everything that I should practice as a Christian, Jesus' love saved me on that day. And because of that, because I received him as my personal Savior, 
I get to go to heaven, not because of anything I've done, not because of any money I've given, not because of any church I've been a member of, but because of the blood of Jesus Christ. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. Now, look at the second part of this. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. So if you don't have Jesus as your personal Savior, if you've never asked him to come into your heart and save you, you're dead. Dead man walking. You will not experience heaven if you haven't received Jesus as your personal Savior. But the wrath of God is what you'll receive. In the epistle of 1 John chapter 5 in verse 11, it says, And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. So he gives us eternal life. We don't have to pay for it. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to buy it. That's great news, isn't it? Because if I had to buy salvation, I couldn't afford it because I'm a poor man. Verse 12 of that same chapter says, He that hath the Son hath life. That's me. That's all of us who have received Jesus as our personal Savior. That's us. We have eternal life. We have life. We have it forever. We have that life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Two roads, two pathways. Two pathways. Whenever I leave my, uh, breathe my last breath on this earth, Whenever you breathe your last breath on this earth, there's two destinations. If you've received Jesus as your personal Savior, you can go to heaven. If you haven't, you're going to hell. Well, how do you know? Well, we'll get to that. In John chapter 14, very familiar passage of Scripture beginning verse 1, says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. This is Jesus talking here, folks. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there ye may be also. So if we've received Jesus as our personal Savior, we got a place in heaven reserved. Nothing can change that. Well, what's the other side of that coin? Well, let me read you an account. And this is not a fairy tale. This is not a, a, a made-up thing. This really happened in Luke, the book of Luke, chapter 16, beginning in verse 19. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously Every day. Now, one thing to notice, this rich man has no name. He had all this money, but he wasn't even recognized by name. There was a certain beggar, in verse 20, named Lazarus. <laughs> so here's this rich guy. We don't even know what his name is. And here's this beggar, Lazarus, that we know his name. And he's a central character. This event. There was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate, that's the rich man's gate, full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. So 
just a morsel, sir, just a crumb. Just please give me, you know, don't throw it in the trash. Let me eat it, or I'll get it out of the trash, and I'll eat it. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. Poor old Lazarus. Couldn't get anybody to tend to him but the dogs. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. That's another word for heaven. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. It's a place. Hell is a real place full of flames and heat and torment and evil and darkness. But Abraham said, Son, remember thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things? Likewise, Lazarus, evil things, but now he's comforted and thou art tormented. And beside all this, betwixt between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Then he said, this is a rich man, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldst send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. And Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. In other words, they have the Bible. Let them hear Moses. Let them hear the prophets. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto them, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. And there are people today who aren't persuaded, even though Jesus rose from the dead. It's a historical fact, folks. It's not a fairy tale. It's not a myth. Jesus was born to a virgin named Mary. His dad was God. He lived a perfect life. He had a public ministry, and he was crucified for no sin of his own, for our sin, And he died on that cross for you and for me. And he was buried and he rose again. And a lot of people don't believe that. A lot of people don't believe in Jesus. Well, let me tell you something, folks. It doesn't matter whether you're rich or poor. Doesn't matter whether you're handsome or ugly. Doesn't matter whether you're black or white. Doesn't matter whether you're male or female. It doesn't matter about any of this, what matters is, have you received Jesus as your personal Savior? Well, you know, I I can't believe that a God who is this God of love would send me to hell. Well, he won't. 2 Peter 3, 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward. That means he's very patient towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Do you ever wonder why God has not destroyed this world, as evil as it is? 
Well, I'll tell you why. Because he's patient. And it's not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. That means you and me and anybody else out there, under the sound of my voice, it's not his will that any of us, none of us should perish. He's not going to send you to hell. If you go to hell, it's your decision because you have not received Jesus and his payment for your sin. Matthew 11, verses 27 through 29 says, All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son, but the Father neither knoweth any man. The Father saved the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Come unto me all, A-double-L, ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. He says, come on to me. I can take care of it. I know you're worried. I know you're scared about the world around you today. I know you're a lot of you're uh, cowered down in fear over this pandemic that we've come through. And you're hiding in your house behind a mask. And you don't know what's going to happen and life's uncertain and you don't know where you're going to spend eternity. Folks, Jesus has the answer for that. Jesus has the answer. Romans chapter 10, verse 8 and following. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, and in thy heart, that is, the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For, or because, With the heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Pretty simple. Jesus tells us that today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow, not the next day, but today. You know, don't wait. Don't put it off. If you've never received Jesus as your personal Savior, do it today. Do it now. You say, well, how do I do that, Jerry? How do I do that? It's pretty simple. Got to come to him in childlike faith. And just say something like this. You know, Lord, you know, I've I've committed sin. I've messed up. And I haven't put you first in my life. I haven't even put you tenth in my life. But, Lord... I ask that you forgive me of my sins and come into my heart and save me. And you know what? If you mean that, if you really, really mean that, he'll come into your heart and he'll save you. And you don't have to worry about this pandemic. You don't have to worry about the economy. You don't have to worry about socialism or communism. You don't have to worry about any of that. Does that mean that I'm going to have just a happy-go-lucky life once I become a Christian? No. All that live godly will suffer persecution. Jesus told us that. But you don't have to fear it. You don't have to worry about it because he'll be with you every step of the way. Don't worry about tomorrow. Put your life in the hands of Jesus. That's how you connect the dots from Lazarus to 2021. That's how you connect the dots. Lazarus was physically dead. 
A lot of people today are spiritually dead. Put your trust in Jesus. Don't put it off. Well, that's all we have for today. I tell you, it's been great to be with you. And I'm sorry for that. Uh, no, I'm not sorry. Uh, we kind of took a little tangent, if you will, a little side road, a little side trip last couple of episodes. And I wouldn't have done that if Jesus, if God hadn't really uh, compelled me to do so. I just think it's important. You know, I think Jesus is coming soon, maybe today. If not today, maybe tomorrow. If not tomorrow, maybe next week. But Jesus is coming soon. And he tells us that uh, we're supposed to be witnesses telling others about him. And my prayer for you, if you're under the sound of my voice, if you're listening to this podcast, if you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, please ask him in your heart today. If you do that, drop me an email at bboomerunleashed at gmail.com, bboomerunleashed at gmail.com. And uh, I'll be happy to send you a Bible if you don't have one. I'll be happy to uh, put one in your hand, information about uh, growing as a Christian. Uh, be happy to help you out any way I can. Well, next week, we're going to have another good news story. And I hope you'll enjoy that. And I hope you'll join us next week. Boy, oh boy, it wouldn't be much fun uh, doing this if I'm just doing it by myself and nobody was listening. And I know some people, as soon as they heard the name Jesus, they turned this podcast off. I understand that. I get it. But my responsibility is not for how many people listen and stay tuned in. My responsibility is to get the word out. And that's what I'm doing. If, uh, if you know somebody that doesn't know Jesus, call them today. Uh, send them a copy of this podcast. Whatever it takes, we need to get people saved because Jesus is coming soon. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, like I say, we'll be back again for uh, another episode next week. But until we meet again, if we meet again, Jesus may come. We may never meet again. This might be the last episode of Be Boomer Unleashed. Who knows? Jesus may come back tonight. But we look forward to being with you again. But until we meet again, have a great week. And may God bless each and every one of you. Goodbye.